0: Thank you for joining Talking About You with Estra, where you can find information on auto insurance, employer and ERISA policies, short and long-term disability, personal injury claims, surveillance, and much, much more. This is your Car Accident Radio Channel. Talking About You with Estra's radio show welcomes you. Call the show today at 718 766-4385 Seven six six four three eight five. with your questions, comments, or car accident experiences. I'm listening to what you have to say about your journey. And you never need to travel this path alone. You can read, watch, or listen with me at any time. Few people are ready to be followed around via cars, bikes, walkers, or commercial vehicles. In fact, comprehending harassment and intimidation due to filing an insurance claim is opposite of what's expected. Instead of receiving help, reproach is given in order to encourage claims to be dropped. Harassment online and in public places is quite common. Oftentimes harassers are placed in strategic locations like doctor's offices, telecommunication companies, restaurants, just about any place where bullying can go on. In fact, they may even move into your neighborhoods. Truth is not stranger than fiction when it comes to harassment and intimidation due to a policy. Surveillance and intimidation tactics can be difficult information to find for policyholders. The knowledge of these practices may inhibit behaviors that impact ability for self-protection. This creates vulnerability against some of the most deviant actions in society this takes advantage of individuals seeking to file insurance claims whether with a public or private company many of these tactics used involve the same carriers since many travel in the same circles frankly from my perspective their actions have become business as usual because of having the resources personnel and power to outlast many policyholders are at the mercy of carriers who oftentimes seem merciless until as a society the vote is used to roll back powers of Wall Street it might be hard to seek justice when injustice is so prevalent thank you for joining me Astra today for a topic about surveillance intimidation tactics policyholders can face after filing insurance claims with auto insurance employer benefits, and even Social Security disability. We're coming to you from Seattle, Washington, USA. Today we'll be talking about auto insurance intimidation tactics, employers, Social Security, and police intimidation tactics. Of all intimidation strategies, most policyholders don't see it coming at the initial stage from auto insurance companies. Frankly, This is for two reasons, in my opinion. First, most people injured in collisions are more concerned about what the future will hold and if life has been turned upside down. And secondly, the insurance companies need your cooperation to obtain information to reduce or deny claims. It's difficult to build a strategy until you have an idea of what can be used against you. This is far from a belief of being protected in case of tragedy. For the policyholder who is expecting insurance companies to pay out a claim in an emergency, a closer look at the fine print of the policy should be reviewed. Typically, the larger the claim, the greater resistance from auto insurance companies. Initially, insurance carriers will require you to make a statement of what happened. This is a good reason to keep a copy of book Car Accident by Astra in your vehicle. At the scene, make sure to get the necessary information to document collision. And make sure you know what insurance companies require of you at the scene. Many don't want you to admit fault and want this to be determined by police at the scene or during their negotiation about a claim. Just as an FYI, Insurance corporations have been involved in this business for decades and know just about what happened by reviewing information about the collision and what the vehicles look like after impact. The key a policyholder must remember is to only state the facts of what happened and realize not everyone in this situation will be looking out for your best interests. Therefore use caution. Next many people notice slow personal injury payments known as PIP by insurance carriers. By this time, insurers have had the opportunity to develop a strategy regarding claim and whether they'll pay policyholders. Most insurers don't strike, however, until resources are at an all-time low. They will begin to require actions from insureds in order to strengthen their claim against them. For example, many insurance companies contract with physicians for independent medical exams will write a report designed to deny injuries if possible or reduce their impact. Much of these independent medical examiners salaries come from insurers. Therefore, IMEs as they're known is their main source of income. When they say money is what gets the ball rolling, in my opinion, it applies in this case. Adding to this pressure against policyholders, By this time, most don't understand what has hit them. Attacks are continued by pressuring the plaintiff's attorney by snowballing them with paperwork on top of paperwork, which insurance companies realize they don't have the resources to fight back with to protect the interest of policyholders. Insurers do this knowingly, recognizing that policyholders' attorney's team is far less than their own, with fewer resources and people to compete with insurance companies in-house and contracted-out legal teams. What happens to fairness? What happens to justice? Is this about insurance companies keeping premiums without the risk of settling with policyholders as promised? Most insurers have not anticipated bad faith practices that companies can and often get away with, since of course, their lobbyists have fought to ensure they make the rules which benefit them and those not meant to protect the insured. So, what are the policyholders' options? They can either accept whatever the insurance company will give or give up in defeat. I would, however, recommend another alternative: first of all, it is not your defeat; it is bad faith insurance company's shame. Their shame for denying their obligation to you. You played by the rules. It is typically them who refuse to do what is right on your behalf. Secondly, choose to take them to small claims court at minimum. The cost is typically in an affordable range for Main Street, and it creates a record of the number of times these companies are not paying out claims. Otherwise, actual policyholders' denials are typically covered up. I suspect the number of people of color would be quite interesting to see, although disrespect for all for the green comes first. Third, decide to advocate for insured civil rights legislation by calling your senator in Congress at area code 202-224-3121. Let me say that again. Congress's number is 202-224-3121 and say I am for insured rights legislation. All policyholders want to be treated fairly, not just celebrities. Next, choose to vote in people who support developing policies which help injured receive benefits they have paid premiums on, in most cases, for years. As an added note, do not expect auto insurance companies to always tell you the truth. In fact, that old saying of President Clinton's, of trust and verify, is more true here than anywhere this is an indication of whether you will accept anything they say and if willing to stand up for your rights when injured this takes perhaps more energy than currently available if this is the case wait until better to deal with them because a later time will be in your best interest in most cases they will attempt to get you to deal before this time most policyholders make poor decisions in the initial stages when not feeling well, and most don't have much savings to last them. The key is to recognize the games that are played here, so you can do the best you can with what you have during the process. You don't always see employer tactics to eliminate policyholders' claims coming either. For starters, they typically have an intermediary to keep the ideas at bay that they are behind the tactics. Most policyholders do not recognize that employers often are their insurance companies. They are known as self-insured employers. So all those premiums you pay out monthly go directly back into their pockets. Those cuts in policy benefits are also for their benefit, not yours. Look at the fine print in the contract and notice everything there is to discourage or eliminate policyholders receiving benefits. If this does not work in their interest, they too will perform surveillance in hope of uncovering something which would work on their behalf to end your claim. Most employees worry about their positions and what will become of their futures. This can also be used by employers to cause policyholders to return to work before better in order to fire them and eliminate the claim. Therefore, make sure you are recovered enough to be able to do your job. When there's enough information to document a claim many employers will place a clause of ability to do any work in the contract after two years of injury and they too have their own so-called independent medical exams which like auto insurance companies are anything but fair assessments for policyholders conditions. This may be The reason they began having health fairs for employees to be able to choose medical personnel who would be more willing to aid in their efforts when claims are presented. Therefore, be sure to keep your medical care and work separated. They already have access to your medical information by being your insurer. The policyholders at least deserve a fair assessment of their condition by an impartial medical team. Even this is becoming more difficult because who pays medical bills? Yes, you guessed it, insurance companies or employers. Not only can they delay or deny your benefits, but they can also cause a great deal of harm to medical companies who provide these services. This is why I personally believe that insurance companies need to go back to paying out money to patients and patients pay money for medical services. This returns the power back to where it belongs, you the patient. And this way, you and your medical team can decide the best care alternatives without interference. In most cases, insurance influences are more harmful for patients instead of cost-saving benefits of their behaviors. Sadly, when respect is not expressed all the way around, meaning patient, employer, and insurance, everyone suffers but especially policyholders, because in the current system, they have the least amount of power. It is time to stop allowing others to make decisions about your life and own it. Otherwise, there will be little accountability from employers or insurance companies, which, when in the wrong hand, leads to excessive pain and suffering for policyholders. Many employees don't want to come out against the behaviors of employers because they consider them their lifeline. I would suggest reconsidering this perspective. Good personnel is not always easy for employers to find, so it goes both ways. Don't sell yourself short. And don't ignore disrespect. Advocating for your benefits is important. Why should you live in poverty while your employer reneges on the deal made for benefits? Expose their behavior so the next employee knows bad faith behavior exists as a part of their protocol. Make a decision to help change the laws nationally so fewer people will be subjected to their ability to deny legitimate claims. Remember, their behaviors have more to do with keeping money for investors or their bottom line than your injuries. In fact, it's just their way of doing business. Yet, this is no reason for you not to expose their behaviors. Wall Street has long desired to get their hands on Social Security money. Many Republicans have called Main Street disabled people in need just about every name in the book. Frankly, it's just about taking more from citizens who've already suffered from wage stagnation, reducing the benefits that would be due to them. What is so awkward about this name calling of the disabled is that if anyone has done less work for their money, It would be them, in my opinion. You've paid into this insurance fund with hard-earned money. In fact, it was more difficult to make than how they did it in most cases. Therefore, hold your head high, knowing you've done the best you can and don't give in or give up when struggles come. Sadly, Social Security has gotten aboard with Wall Street on efforts to eliminate Main Street claims. In my opinion, what they should be on board with is making employers pay their fair share of benefits to employees which would move many disabled out of poverty and back into a lifestyle similar to where they were before being injured. They should be seeking to reduce their payments through employers paying their fair share and not accepting these huge conglomerate's actions to get out of paying. Another example of enabling is when employers pay employees wages so low they qualify for food stamps when working full-time. This is another example of government subsidies for Wall Street and blaming Main Street. Frankly, it is only by voting out people who don't support everyone's fair interests that we as a society can move everyone forward. Frankly, not all Social Security employees will be honest with you. They may attempt to get you to sign things not in your best interest in order to receive payments. Sadly, most people receiving Social Security disability, it's their only income. No income brings tragic consequences for many. This is why it's important to read Title II and Title 16 of Social Security so that you may know what your rights are in order for self-protection. Be sure to listen to Estras social security disability series one for added support on this topic knowledge and experience does make a difference in this arena there was a time in our society that one could expect to be helped more than hurt but somewhere we've turned the corner and things don't always happen this way even while sick or injured It is best to gain information about what you're dealing with before attempting to address concerns. Many attorneys know the answers before asking the questions, and this may also be a good philosophy for policyholders dealing with both public and private insurance companies. Fortunately, Social Security disability has more checks and balances for policyholders than private carriers. Therefore, in most cases, you have at least A fighting chance for justice. Regardless of the arena your battle may be in, choose to stand up and fight for your benefits. Win or lose, doing what you know is the right thing by advocating for yourself and others will at some point return unjust, bad faith behaviors into ones policyholders receive the benefits deserved. Of all the intimidation tactics, this one is the saddest because these people are supposed to protect and serve everyone. Do they have a hard job? Frankly, yes they do. They see more ugliness than most of us will see in a lifetime, and this must weigh on their psyche. Yet I ponder whether their burdens would be as hard if they were able to do the right things by policyholders. The money received from insurance companies come with a price, in my opinion. It's their dignity. When any of us choose money over doing the right things, something inside us is lost. When people are forced into poverty because of your behavior, when you harass and intimidate others so Wall Street can get money that does not belong to them, it must take a toll after years and years of degradation. Are all police officers in the back pocket of insurance companies or employers? I hope not. But what I do know is that these companies put a lot of money into their pockets one way or another. When the companies provide money to non-profits, or by other means, instead of paying citizens decent wages so everyone can contribute, it's a financial disaster for society. Money cannot rule the integrity of life, because when it does, as we now see in America, life can turn into a race to the bottom. Does this mean life is all doom and gloom? Absolutely not. It's about owning our actions. It's about voting in good people and voting out bad ones. How can you tell the difference? Are wages going up? Are police able to do just their jobs without without having to do favors to make ends meet? Are American children being educated in the way that they should? And are they going to school fed instead of hungry? Frankly, it's quite simple from my perspective. Getting back to doing those things which make a difference matters. Vote. Pay attention to the things that matter in life for all of us. Individual desires can be met when a society as a whole protects everyone. There is a deeper satisfaction which can be gained. This can start with police officers recognizing business as usual just doesn't work anymore. Walter Scott's death last week shows this to be true. Covering up mistakes doesn't work. In fact, it can make it worse. There was a time when doing and saying the right things were important, and insurance companies held themselves to a higher level of integrity. What happened? Did it start when employers decided to throw their employees by the wayside, when exporting jobs for a buck became more important? While some fell off the road of respect and dignity, it doesn't mean the rest of us must follow. Choose instead to make them return to a place where everyone is lifted up and not pulled down. This only works for the interest of a few, leaving most people hurting. It's time for change, where policyholders are treated with respect and dignities from insurance carriers, employers, Social Security, and police. There is something to the saying about treating others as you want to be treated, and each of us feel the difference. Let me say, there is a big difference between being bullied and surveillance. Overt and covert surveillance does not disrupt the target's day or cause them physical or emotional harm. The surveillance intimidation tactics performed today by insurance carriers, public or private, do not meet this definition. Attempts to run targets off the road, throwing items from their windows attempting to cause accidents, Attempts to cause targets, accidents, and yes, this list is also endless, and it's not acceptable. Why is it so important more and more bad behaviors are being caught on camera? Because lying has become common practice eliminating the truth. Accountability is far overdue, and policyholders have suffered injustices for far too long. Therefore, take out your cameras and document the intimidation and harassment tactics from wherever they may come from. Only demonstrating their behaviors can it be stopped. Stand up. Make the choice just as Mr. Santana did last week for Mr. Scott Walker. Because until we all get involved to make a change for a better society, bad faith behaviors will not change. Your advocacy is needed today. Please join the fight for change and a better life for all of us. Always remember there are hundreds of Estra brand car accident information and support tools at your disposal, and many of them are free to use. Select Estra's car accident playlist out on YouTube, which contains 11 free videos to show many of the experiences that can be encountered after a collision. Taking on unfair practices of major corporations can make it difficult for policyholders to access legitimate links. Therefore, do not hesitate to type in the link yourself online. For example, if you go out to YouTube, you used to be able to type Estra, and all of the links would come up. Now harassers have added many new Estras out there, and some of the links are now buried. So make sure to type in Estra's car accident, or Estra Seattle will define legitimate links. Tools are important in being able to work through the process of getting through a collision. And my book, Car Accident by Estra, shares those personal experiences of being involved in several collisions. And it provides helpful insights into by-stepping pitfalls most injured often don't think about until they've been taken advantage of. So this is a must-read book. You'll also find the 215 Car Accident Calendar Daily Quotes, and it's available for support and encouragement. It's as great as a gift or personal use. The 215 Car Accident Weekly Planner for an organized approach to documenting your collision is available all year round. So make sure to stop by my official car accident site for additional information. Each and every program, I want you to know that your car accident concerns matter. I, Esther, personally realize outcomes depend on knowledge. You can read, listen, or watch topics which will help you make more informed decisions. And you are always welcome at Legitimate Estra site. Thank you for listening today. Because it is only with your continued knowledge about the insurance industry, self-insured employer insurance programs, long-term disability, can we make a difference in creating insured civil rights laws and legislations which can make this more fair and equitable for policyholders. I also want to thank Audacity, InternetArchives.org, and the song Midnight Run by OK. Only with your support can we demonstrate the experiences of people involved in traffic collisions. So be sure to take three minutes and tell us about how you've been affected. Let's meet back here next Monday, which is our new day and our new time at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. No matter what you're going through, keep your head up and never give up.